Hi, my name is Jenny Kwong. Welcome to ArtsLink on CJSW 90.9 FM in Calgary on Treaty 7 lands and Métis region number 3. Today on the show, I have an interview with poet Michaela Catchell about her debut book of poetry. It is called I Was Always the Sun. She had her book launch back in February at Luke's Central Library. So, um, hi, I have a guest with me today, so please introduce yourself and tell me a bit about your book. Hi, I'm Michaela Cacho. I just wrote a book on poetry, and I'm, I'm a local author from Calgary. Okay, and I guess uh, tell me how this book came about. Um, so, it, it says on the back of my book, or... What was it? The introduction of my book that I've been writing poetry for quite a while since I was 14 years old. And when I was working my full time job, I thought, I thought, yeah, okay. So I feel like since I'm working all the time and I forget my hobbies, that I want to bring it back. I want to bring my passion for art back. So, oh, this, this book's kind of been something I wanted to do for a while, ever since I started writing. So I was like, okay, I'm 21, right? I'm an adult, so I went on Google and see if I could um, publish a book by myself. And so I sent my email to this um, self-publishing place in Victoria called Friesen Press, and I thought, this is not going to be anything. And then they emailed me back, and they even called me, and I'm like, oh my god. I can do this. So I, I just went for it. Okay. And so um, I guess how did you select the poems to be put in this uh, volume? Um, so when I'm on my days off, I was just looking through this old journal I had, and it had like a 100-plus poems and just like scribbles and drawings in it. And so I was trying to read through this, the poems that I did like and excluded the poems that didn't quite feel finished. And then I just, like, made a list one day. I was, like, in the library, and I was just writing down. They didn't even have titles. I was just, like, the first line of every poem, just writing down an order of poems I thought would be good. Yeah. And many of the poems feel like love letters. Did you intend it to be about a love story? Um... Not at first, because when I wrote these, they were love letters to people and to myself. So I was like, oh, maybe I could group it in certain, like, themes. So I did. <laughs> so, the like, the first, like, I think, like, tw- 10 poems are about, like, crushes. And the bulk of this bulk of this book is about relationships And then towards the end, it's about heartbreak. And I thought it was like, oh, this kind of naturally went into a story without needing to be. But maybe I'm just reading too much into it because I like to read poetry. And do you have any favorite poets? Oh, yes. I (laughs) the list of poets I've been following has gotten bigger. The first one to come to my mind is Trista Matir. Um, her book, Honeybee, I read briefly before starting my manuscript, and I thought, oh, this kind of inspires me because the introduction of her book was about 
how she's letting go of a lot of poems, and I sort of followed that. But my all-time favorite poet is the first poet I've ever like read the book of <laughs> is a uh, Tyler not Greg Gregson, and he does this uh, typewriter poetry, and I also have a typewriter, and I was like, that's really cool. I felt very seen, and I have all his books. So I went to the launch of the book, and so tell me how that went. I think it went really well. Um, yeah, it it was a lot of a lot more people than I anticipated. A lot of familiar faces, and then a lot of people that know the people I know. And it was really exciting to feel like a giant family because it really did. I was surrounded by a lot of Filipinos, and it was really comforting because it felt like it was just like a family gathering. And of course, there's like my friends that I haven't gotten to see, haven't gotten to see since I quit my job. <laughs> and, and and at that launch, you talked about using the typewriter to type out all your poems. How did that go? Um, I think <laughs> it was really frustrating, like in a good way, because it feels like I was earning my book in a way, even though I've already written everything, even though I already like thought it out but it, it felt rewarding and frustrating at the same time because the typewriter is not an easy thing to use and I would only do maybe 10 poems a week and it took a little longer than I wanted but I think it was fun even though it was kind of unnecessary and you also did the photography and the illustrations for the book <laughs> tell me about how to how were you able to pair images with the text? Um, before I, yeah, okay. I thought everything out, but before I had everything together, I had the drawings and I had the poems because the drawings were something I did before. But when I got to the photography, it was just kind of a concept at the time. I was like, I kind of want these certain Im images in it. And... Towards the end of my manuscript, I was like, something feels like it's missing. And I had a lot of time for it to come together because it was all based on like my own time. Since I'm self-publishing, I was in charge of everything. So when I paired the poems, I already had it like, already had the idea of like, what drawing I was going to put it with. But once the the photos came, it felt like I already knew where they were going to go when I was taking the picture. So it wasn't that hard to get the photography to blend with the words, I think. And I feel I felt really good about it. And so are you going to be doing any more readings in the future? I'm planning to I don't know where yet and I don't exactly have the money but I'm thinking about writing some grants I've had some uh, sources about grant writing for um, a book tour across Canada or somewhere else in Canada and it's exciting to think about and um, I uh, what are you working on right now in terms of poetry or writing I'm working on a lot of poems relating to myself because a lot of my poems were about other people and I thought 
if I were going to do a second book, which I really, really would want to do, I think it needs to be a little more like a memoir. And I don't even, I don't even know. But right now, I know I'm trying to get this book that I just published to sell a little more, <laughs> which is, I think it's going well because last I heard from the, the next page on Inglewood, quite a few people has asked for it. <laughs> And so it is available now in some of the bookstores? Yes. I have to come by ever so often to refill the stock. But yes, it's at Shelf Life um, and the next page. Okay. Um, hmm. And is um, do you know if there are any uh, writers you would like to collaborate with in the future or anything like that? Um, since I'm pretty new to the poetry scene, I haven't really met anybody yet, but I would love to collaborate. Like, I, I, I've been thinking since my brother is in music and and he's been asking me if we could collab on, like, making lyrics or something. So maybe I'll be making a song or two in the future. Don't know yet, but I would love to. Okay. Uh, I guess uh, that's it for today. Uh, anything else you would like to add? Um, mm, I'm all right. Okay. Thank you, Michaela, for your time today. Thank you. I'm Jenny Kwong, your host for ArtsLink. That was my interview with Michaela Catchell, a Calgary-based poet, talking about her debut book of poetry called I Was Always the Sun is available at Shelf Life Books and the next page. Now for the rest of the show, I will be switching gears. Usually on ArtSync, we only play one or two songs per episode. On today's show, I will play an extended set. First up is Cecile Du Kinge with the song Not Around from her album Freedom Calling. She was supposed to play at the Nickelodeon Music Club in Calgary in March, but her concert was cancelled.
It's Jenny again. That song is by the Japanese visual K band Pin Gami. They played at Odafest a few years ago, and I got to see them play live at the TELUS Convention Center. The song is called Living from their CD called Hurt. I think only a few people in Calgary have that CD, those that attended that show. I haven't heard about them playing in Canada since then. Before that, you heard Cecile Du Kinge. With her song Not Around from her CD called Freedom Calling. After that was a song by Hawk, the stage name for Hong Kong pop star Denise Ho. Her song is called Dan Lai Si Doi or Dan Rice from her 2008 album Ten Days in the Madhouse, which addresses mental health. Next on Arts Link, the last song for the show is. The Grey Cloaked Stranger by Outlaws of Ravenhurst, a band based in Calgary. The song was recorded live at CJSW in October 2012 for the Sounds All Around live session CD.
That song is called The Grey Cloak Stranger by Calgary Band Outlaws of Ravenhurst from the CJSW Live Session CD, Sounds All Around. The song was recorded in 2012 on the Saturday night show Attention Surface Disorder. That's it for the Arts Link in April. I am your host, Jenny Kwong. With the cancellation of many arts events in Calgary, I hope to continue broadcasting to you at this time the first Monday of each month at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. If you have any questions or programming suggestions, find us on Twitter at CJSWRDJs and on Facebook at ArtsThink on CJSW 90.9 FM. You can also email us at artslinkradio at gmail.com. Wishing you good health and wellness during a trying time. There were, are many ways to continue to support the Calgary arts community and to find comfort in art and culture. Listen to CJSW for music from Calgary, Canada, and around the world. That's it for us this month. Talk to you again soon. <laughs>